pretty pissed off with the cold weather already. Yeah, it's not great, is it? One of the things that makes it... It's just the dark. Like now, yes. what time is it? Just it's quarter past six. It's been it's dark an hour? It's been dark for an hour, yeah, because our clocks went back an hour at the weekend. So that means the mornings are lighter, but the <laughs> yeah, fucking but evenings are dark so as if you want, So if you want to see the light and experience more sunlight, you've got to get, get up get, earlier get in up the fucking earlier. winter. You're having a laugh. That's so not going to happen. it's like proper... Proper winter time now, isn't it? And it, I always get, like, I didn't use to, like, it, I mean, it doesn't really bother me. It is what it is. I've gone through a few winters before. But it's because I, I know a few people now, as the podcast gets um, bigger, there's more people listening in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. They're and just going into their lucky fucking summers, the bastards. Like, the birds are coming out. The animals oh, are tweeting. And I'm like, oh, my. Everything's dying oh. outside. Yeah, but then on, on the flip side... When when we're going into our summer, they're going into their winter. So yeah, blaze, blaze on you, like fucking. But hell. Uh, but likewise, <laughs> it's kind of like you know, at least someone is experiencing some nice sunny weather. Yeah. If you're in the southern hemisphere, just put like post a picture of like blue skies and lush every day, greenery just like, every to make us feel even worse. <laughs> I <fucking> I <laughs> it. The thing is, I I. I'm looking forward to Christmas this year. Why? Just we'll all be in lockdown. Yeah, we will fucking probably will, and it will be shit. It will be shit, but I'm I'm still like excited about it because I've got like time off work booked off for Christmas. And Santa Claus. It's like all the Christmassy like vibes and the movies well, we were, and the coziness. I'm looking forward to all that. We were talking went for a, a walk yesterday just because it's like some exercise to mm, do. Something to do. And we were like chatting about like it's not going to be. You can make f- you can make it really good. Well, not so really good fun you could try and make fun out of the cold if it gets like really really like crispy frosty uh, frosty uh, frosty, frosty, frosty. frosty the snowman you know about proper snowy and cold we can go out and have a walk around yeah, like yeah. and, and look also at look at people's christmas, christmas lights. lights yeah that was something you said we should do last year which we never did yeah but definitely this year we should go out on our little adventures our walking adventures after after work or whatever and um Check out all the people's Christmas lights. See what's got. See what they've got going on. Because I'm hoping they're going to try and illuminate the dark this this, yeah, yeah. this winter with we some. Should, we should start a movement. Like get your cover your house in Christmas lights this year. Just yeah, like to, national just lampoons. To be cheery. Yeah, to be cheery. So I can fucking <laughs> see it from space. Up. That's fucking. Because I got a horrible feeling we're going to go into national lockdown in the next couple of weeks. So I don't know. Who knows? Well, France have fucking Germany have. We usually seem to follow what they're doing. Uh, Fucking yeah! So if just put loads of Christmas lights out, like even like Halloween, like I've it's not got, I'm I've not really asked about Halloween. Some of our Christmas twinkly lights out the front door. I'm not really bothered about like Halloween, but like this year, I'm like, yeah, just do it, man. Just make. So imagine if you just like walk, well, went for a walk Saturday, in the evening, it? and it was just fucking everything was lit up like like Christmas lights that you see in like the city centre, but just everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so fucking cool. It would be cool. It'd so be wicked. That there way. is a couple of houses down our road that go ham on Christmas lights, don't they? They Does like connect things between like two houses, do it together. I think, and yeah. they like put up things between the houses, and like there's one down mad, there, just like completely or quite gaudy, like Christmasness. Yeah, like obnoxious Christmasness. Yeah, like proper, like you know, what's it? The um, National Lampoon. <laughs> National Lampoon. Also, the one where like Danny DeVito tries to light his house up so much it can be seen from space or I'm something. Sure, that's National Lampoon. No, I'm sure that it's called like oh, fuck it's got, no. it's got oh, Ferris no, yeah. Bueller in it. What's yeah. his name? Oh, I'm completely confused. I I'm mi- I'm yeah, I know. Everyone knows what we mean. But it, yeah, it's like it's the, the, that one where he's literally so much Christmas shit. He's like stealing the power from the neighbours. <laughs> well, the last Halloween, I went. I think I went for like a run or something. And there was a house like you don't often see people going balls out for Halloween in the UK. But there was a house not far from us, 
And it was like a fucking Michael Jackson vid- thriller video, minus all the running kids being abused. <laughs> but <laughs> it was insane. That like, house was lit up. There was, there was, it was. They had gone, like built stuff out of wood on the front drive. There was smoke machines. I was like, am I in America? What the well, I saw. I know this was this was American, but I saw something on Facebook maybe where um, it might have actually been on the uh, Skull, the Sofa King um, official page. Oh yeah, and it was like oh, yeah, someone. Someone posted about uh, like a Halloween. Someone had gone so realistic <laughs> with the with the Halloween, yeah. like bodies and blood splattered <laughs> everywhere, and, like it. bodies like hanging off the roof, and like like yeah, Did they? like police were going around because it, it looks that real. Oh, fucking Halloween! It's just some fucking dude just spilt some right f- like fake we, blood around. We have like a, we do like a um, bonfire night. It was fifth of November, and we everyone just lets loads of fireworks off, and has a bonfire in the garden and gets pissed. And um, I know a guy that goes like clay pigeon shooting, and he says like, and he's right on the around the weekend when we do bonfire, like there's so many fireworks going off. He said you could just have like a, you could just start shooting shotguns in the garden, and no one would, no one would have a clue. No, and that's right though, no one would have a clue. No, yeah, Highly yeah, yeah. illegal, of course, but, <laughs> but no one would would have a, an apps. No one would have a Danny, not no. a Danny man, not a Danny. Yeah, I mean it's what it's it's Halloween on Saturday, I think. Is it? Yeah, and then. It's like middle of next week is bomb. I mean, bonfire night is just a UK thing. It's like where we f- fire off a load of fireworks and light on light. Because of old Guy Fawkes. That yeah. could be a good podcast, actually. Yeah. Old Guy Fawkes, wasn't it? Yeah, but Parliament. What was it? Bombing of Parliament? He tried, tried to, to bomb bar- Parliament. The gunpowder plot. Yeah. Fail. 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 Failed. How's that work out Got burnt you? on the stake, didn't he, or something like that? Yeah, I think, I think that's why. That's, that's why you have the... You chuck the... Um, you, f- you chuck Guy Fawkes on the fire, yeah. yeah you made a guy for the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that with uh, we, we, we've like younger relatives when they're like like four and they're like it's not a real person and I'm like no, fucking like, drunk and me stumbling around yeah, throwing like bodies stuff, on the fire and the kids are like, like <laughs> you stuff like t-shirts and like jeans full of other stuff and it looks like a real person that you throw and on the, the little fire. kids are looking at you going what, what's going on like, relax man yeah, it's not real it's not real and you, you nearly went deaf because you like went and fucking tried to restart a firework like a daft twat. That uh, that was like a flashbang going off next to my face. Yeah, well, you, went, you walked I back to a lit firework. I don't know what you expected. Uh, yeah, but it, it it's was... It's like the one rule about fireworks is don't return to a lit firework. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't like... You know, like Catherine wheels where they like spin, spin around? Spinny ones, The ones yeah, that yeah. spin around. I lit it and it went... It just fizzled. I'm sure we spoke about this before. And it just didn't do fuck all. And I went back to it with like my blowtorch. And I, I <laughs> think... <blow> I, <laughs> yeah, safety first. Safety is no accident. And I think I might have touched the actual body of the firework with the red hot end of the of the blowtorch and it just went fucking boom and let go and I was completely blind and completely <laughs> deaf <laughs> momentarily <laughs> yeah. and I turned round from then on yeah, your hearing's never been the same no it's it? completely fucked it's like it, it, it was like a grenade going off yeah. three feet from my head <laughs> I felt the shockwave and well, I turned round and when my vision came back I was like I had my hands out in front of me and, I, and my <laughs> knees bent I thought it was it was horrific. And when my vision and my hearing came back, the first thing I could see was my dad and my uncle pointing at me, howling. <laughs> they were slapping their knees. like like, And I couldn't hear anything apart from like a screaming that I you hear like a Saviour Private Ryan. I think I just looked at you like, I don't even think it, I was worried. My auntie went, are you all right? And I was like, oh, that was a big one then because <laughs> it was asking, apart from my uh, you know, sympathetic father and uncle. <laughs> just thought it was you. you never really get sympathy for that from them, are oh, you? Oh, no, no, no. I, no. I wouldn't expect it. It uh, is that, that film was called Deck the Halls, by the way. Deck the Halls with... B- b- Where Dan b- DeVito wants to deck his halls. does indeed. Uh, I want to deck the halls with... Oh, you could take out hot sauce. <laughs> oh, that's a good... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you could, like, 
Maybe we could, you could decorate a Christmas tree just with the El Yuteco mini bowls. Yeah, you could do. Well, yeah, absolutely, you could. I wonder if they do that in I their, I bet like, they do. If they don't. Their, if they don't, El Yuteco, if you're listening. The Teco you tree. Should, you should, uh, you should make a Teco tree for your, like, if you have offices and for your reception. <laughs> Teco tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, they if are. I mean, you probably already do, to be fair. I bet you've got all, like, proper, like, Teco ornaments. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There are, Teco tinsel. Um, do you uh, have tinsel in the US? <laughs> yeah, of course they do. <laughs> Do they? I don't know if tinsel is a fucking English thing. God knows. I don't know. It's fire hazard for sure. Fucking having a tree in your house is a fire hazard. I'd say. Covered in like can like they used fire, to, they used covered to, in with electrical to, circuitry. Yeah, they used to like cover them with candles, so fucking hell. So El Yucateco Hot Sauce is a sponsor of Robots Rise podcast and um you guys are well you know you know the deal. You're heading over to all of their various social medias, their website, they're at lucateco.com, lucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram. King of flavour. King of flavour since nineteen sixty eight. Get tagging. Seven flavours. When you make stuff, like a lot of people are, they're um they're getting their, their loot through the post from us and then um they're like, Yeah, they're like sharing their like recipes. Yeah, like Duncan someone, making pancakes. Someone out of it. someone what? accidentally Maverick. like dumped a pretty much a whole bottle in. There's no accident like, there. Oops. That's like a breakthrough moment if you do that. You're like, oh no, what have I done? And, and then, then you're eating. You're like, I've created something amazing. Oh, I still need to do the popcorn. That's 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 something I need yes, to do. Yes, we can do that. So head over to their social medias, give them a follow and a like, tag from us so we know you're there, and uh, just you know, do all that shit, and we know then that you're participating, and you can be in. And it's quite difficult to get hold of in the UK. It is quite. I difficult. mean, you can't you get can it from buy the shops. It, I mean, see, right? It's not. Hot, it's not difficult. It isn't at all. You can just go online. To be fair, it's not difficult. It. I was just trying you to just, make it sound like it, that we're extra just, special, you and you, you just you dashed my hopes. Nah, you can't. <laughs> you can't go to the sh- supermarket and buy it because it's just not. It's just not there. But yeah. you can definitely go on Amazon, and you can definitely go on mixgrocer.co.uk to get it in the UK. Amazon probably anywhere else outside the UK, like Europe or Australia. And uh, in America, it's super easy to get. You just go to the shop and yep. you go to the bit where it's got <laughs> hot sauces and you go, oh, I think there it is. And then you, you buy it. That's I think it. it's much more known in America than it is in England. But um, yeah, yeah well, do, it's do closer all to Mexico and America <laughs> than we are here. Do all the stuff and uh, you'll get some, you'll be in the chance of, of winning some, some fucking really, really good hot sauce. Yeah, um, and also, please go and check out Retro Vague at the Retro Vague on Instagram. They're... Um, sponsor of the podcast as well yep. and as always wearing the retro vague podcasting hat slightly smushed with chocolate sauce as, as you have to listen to the apocalypse yeah cast. if you <laughs> want to get more information on that go and head on over to the latest apocalypse podcast <laughs> yeah. to find they're, out they're um cool 80s clothing um and uh, i mean they really are fucking it's very <laughs> much like 80s movies yes. if you're that you know if like you want to look like you're in goonies or stranger like, things it's like not me. just like 80s clothing where like you know when you look back in the 80s and like wearing like sh- you know pink sel- shell suits no, no, and no. like scrunchies in your hair if you're a woman that is um you know and like high-waisted jeans no it's like 80s inspired like movies yes sort of a paraphernalia is that the right word no. <laughs> yeah that's a word apparel you you know <laughs> <laughs> you've got like you know things like it and uh short circuit you've back, got to the future, back to the future goonies goonies it's like i'm just karate kid stuff what's that breakfast no is it breakfast club yeah the breakfast club yeah yeah, yeah. all sorts of things i, I didn't i know they did that um so they do if they don't yep. blame hannah they, yeah well I'm so sure that I'm sure they will at some point. <laughs> head over to retrovague.com and buy some stuff and you can uh, use code robots to get 10% off and also we've got a link in our bio our episode bio if that's what it's called I don't really know what to call it. Uh, on Instagram it's in the bio so if you link if you click the link in it's the like bio it's link. like you get like a, a like a campsite of all of our links there or if it's on Facebook then it's just in the link. I always link it in the um 
in the description of the post. So it's either way, super easy. Just click the link. It will take you exactly where you need to go. Fill your basket with stuff and then <laughs> pay, then pay. And then right, use, robots. Ro use code robots in the little box and Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt and... Uh, you're good. You're uh, good to go. And our winner for the Retrovague... Was it, it was Retrovague comp, wasn't it, last it, week? Yeah, it, it was. It was? No, this week is, yeah, Retrovague competition. It was um, Chloe T on Instagram. So send Chloe us your T. details. And get we'll in get, on it. You're we'll going to get, get yourself loot. a wicked hat. We'll get your loot sent and out And a cool you. koozie. Drinks koozie. <laughs> you won't ever have drippy drinks again. No, you won't, man. No one likes drippy drinks. No one likes a drippy drink. And also we're part of the Podbelly podcast network of podcasts. I tried to say podcast as many times as I could Podbelly podcasts, pod, pod, pod poos. Head over to, re uh, to uh, podbelly.com and click on the network tab and you'll see a load of badass. I mean, there's loads on the directory, yeah, but the, like the cool tons. kids. Yeah, I mean, cool come on. If you really want to know, if you want to be part of the cool gang, you've got to be in the network. That's exactly where all the, the fun all and the shenanigans cool, cool happen. Live. Uh, you can check out podcasts like We're Not Sure Yet and the Mindframe podcast, which is a um, Podbelly original uh, that yes. is um, written by Dave Moten from the Sofa King podcast. Yep. Um, please check that out. Me and it Hannah have started listening to that. that yeah, it's like, um, it's, it's not just like a, you know, sort of storytelling. It is like he's written a, an actual novel. And he's sort of narrating the novel and then also... He's got several books. He has several books. I think he's a there genius. is definitely places you can go. If you uh, if you go on the Mindframe yeah, you can just buy website, yeah. you can get his other books. But Mindframe isn't available to buy as pine. a book, but it's definitely available as a podcast right yeah. now. So I think the first like three or four chapters are available. Yeah, it's really good because you can listen to a chapter. And, and they've also they dropped the sit-downs, which yeah. is like where him and, and Brent from Sofa King as well and, and another Zach. author... Uh, Zach sit down and talk through it and he sort of explains as much as he can without giving too much away. So you listen to a chapter and then you can, but I think you have if you're to like a patron, you're sending questions. Yeah, you have to get, uh, ultimately, I think those episodes are, uh, they've dropped them in for the first drop of, of, yeah. of episodes. But after that, after this first drop, I don't think you can get the sit downs unless you are a patron. So go on over. Do all the things. Do all the things. Be a patron if you want all the extra extra stuff. And if you want to get and at us, uh, you can uh, yep. find us on our details. Uh, Robots for Eyes uh, podcast uh, across the board, everywhere, apart from Twitter, which is just Robots for Eyes. Join Robots for RFE Top Secret Classified, which yeah, is our pr a private group. It's a really funny place. It's really like funny. It, you some, meet a lot of people. Some of the posts on there are awesome. Yep. Uh, it's not like anything to do with our us. It's just like our... It's not podcast just related. It's just people fun, talking fun stuff about it's like a village like hall. A, like I posted about uh, goats, mountain goats, and how that like they don't yeah. they defy all the laws of gravity yeah, apparently because yeah, yeah. they have square hands I put, I put and they manage to climb the the most sheerest of mountains with square squares for hands. <laughs> squares for hands, and uh, yeah, you'll have to answer a few security questions because it is top secret classified. It's like, yeah, you got to get in there. You've it gotta proves know, that you know, know what you're talking that, about. Um, you got to know something about the pod to get in there. So do that. Get us wherever you want to get us. There's a video chat again, Josh running that this Saturday which this pod should be out for from 3pm onwards UK time yep. and I think he's going to do it once a month from then and again yep. just drop in to say hello yep. uh, and we're exactly on 15 minutes again like a true professional true I've finished what I need to say and let's do a podcast thinking 
about how interconnected the world is and how like we've created this like almost unbelievable global machine, like a mad complicated network which evidently has come to be shown that it can't really be shut off. It's too it's too uh, it's too vital. A mm. machine that can't be shut down. Like we've got the internet. You can talk to anyone across the world instantly. Well, we wouldn't be able to do this if we well, didn't exactly. have the internet. You can fly through the air, you can beam information through anything. I mean, like, look at the International Space Station. That's a vehicle the size of a football stadium orbiting the Earth at 17,500 miles an hour. Um, you know, seven kilometres a second, man. We've been to the moon, visited every planet in the solar system. We've got robots operating hundreds of millions of miles away, 3D-printed organs, nuclear weapons. <laughs> it's fucking madness. But yet, there's still people on this planet that have got no idea that humans even come in the colour white or that even Netflix exists like oh, un- yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uncon- like mad, mad yeah. sort of like tribes. That well, it seems impossible, doesn't it? Like, how can not, it be? Not at all. No, no, not really at no. all. When you actually look at how big like the jungles are, like in Amazon and the rainforests of the world, there's yeah, just and just like parts of Africa, so like I looked at the Congo so yesterday. So remote. Not, not like with actually my eyes, but you I looked went to the Congo. I looked at the Congo from uh, on Google Earth, and I was like, "How big is that fucking forest?" And then I was like, "This is the size of France," and like no one, it's like it, it doesn't. It's just like a complete canopy of trees. It's fucking banana. What's out there? Well, all sorts of sh- all sorts of mad shit, probably. So in all, we reckon. I say we. It's not me and Hannah, but no, you know, no it's us. The tri- we do, it's pe- just us. We do all the research. <laughs> the, peop- the people that sort of know about this, they, they say there's potentially about a hundred uh, tribes that live in total isolation from the modern world. Uh, uh, like you know, most of them are deep deep in the Amazon. But again, it's like there's probably more than a hundred. But if we're not observing them, then how do we know they're there? So when they say there's a hundred uncontacted tribes, it's like how? How do you know that? Well, there could be more. Exactly. There could be loads more than that. I just don't know. Those are the ones they found. And when you consider these guys like would lose their shit if you showed them a, you know, a precision-made knife or axe, you start to realise that they don't have any idea what the planet they live on is actually actually like. They have no concept of of the modern world in any way, shape, or form. Um, they might as well be living on the Earth for sixty thousand years ago. Like that's basically essentially that they have not changed. But then they also don't know that the world is different from what they know. Well, exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 but we we know we've. We uh, it's not like a higher perspective, I suppose. But we're, I wouldn't even say we're more enlightened. But, it's, but, but, but I mean, you can draw those parallels with in all sorts of um, uh, you know areas of the world because it's not just you've got like un- unknown or un. Sort of, you know, tribes that live out in the freaking middle of nowhere, and they literally have no idea other than what's beyond their borders. Yeah. But then also, you've got like how we live. You know, you've got sort of that kind of north-south divide almost. You know, the 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 developed world and the un, you know underdeveloped world. Like, there it's just the like people in Africa probably couldn't even it's, fathom. Well the room we're sat in it's right It's not now. like, it's not Africa. It's just because like most, or, or most any, people. Any, anyone most in the d- more developed countries. Yeah, yeah. It's just very, I think it's very select groups of people that are completely oblivious. That's what it is. And they are fascinating to me because like, they don't know anything that like synthetic waterproof coat clothing. They don't even know 
uh, even on a basic level, that matches exist, or in some instances, even like agriculture or, or farming, uh, and their their view of the world, uh, and like I suppose is is an insight to to our early ancestors. If we can communicate with them, we can learn so much because they have not changed from no. really. The way that they think and operate is 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 almost exactly the same as early. Like if you could take them to London, for instance, and show them high end technology, I know, show them like the moon landing photographs or or holograms or something like that, they'd think they were on a fucking alien world. Yeah. Like they're in a, with a strange or white an iPhone man. iPhone or an yeah, yeah. iPad well, or a TV it. or this alien lamp that's glowing next to us, you well, know. Well, you'd be with some weird white man who's got, like, fabric all over his skin. He's got transparent hoops over his eyes and he's in some form of massive, st- like, giant stone dwelling, which is beyond anything that you could even imagine. And there's, like, warm air blowing out the walls and lights coming out of, ob- like, strange objects hanging from this, the ceiling. Be, it's just fucking crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. To them, it's... You know, they don't, don't have the concept of money. They trade in, like... Other I things. don't think these are properly isolated tribes even trade. They just exist. They just go and get what they want. There's no one else that they're bartering with. Mm, they, true, ki- yeah. they give. They give other tribes. They don't barter with each other. No, they give it, give other tribes wide berth. They know they're there, but they just leave them alone. As far as we know, but if they're uncontacted, how do we know that they don't? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but how do, how do we know these? Yeah, I mean, how do you know what they're like if we're uncontacted? Well, we don't, because I was going to do a podcast on uncontacted tribes. And then you and can't I actually like, find out anything because they're the uncontacted. <laughs> this is fucking yeah. It's like I'm going to do a podcast on stuff that we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that'll last all the ten minutes. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, so, have you ever heard of North Sentinel Island? No. These guys get painted as like murderous savages on the internet, and it's not true. Is it not? No, it's far. It's all the farce. It is. It's far from. So North Sentinel Island. Again, this is. This is. Uh, oh, they're not uncontacted. They're aware. Pe- we're aware. They're. They're there. They're aware. They're aware that we exist, but there is very minimal contact between these people. Um, the island actually lies in the Indian Ocean, in the Bay of Bengal, and it's part of the Andaman Islands, like an archipelago of something like five hundred smaller islands in a big chain. Yeah. And in total, scattered around these islands live approximately something like 350,000 people. They're all accounted for, you know, some of them are tribal people, some of them are not, all just like living their normal lives. I mean, I, I don't think they're doing like senses on these people, but they know they're there. Yeah. You know, there's internet, it's just normal life. Um, but except for North Sentinel Island, uh, it's, a, it's a small place, it's about... Somewhere between, I think it's like 60 kilometers square, like 25 miles square. It is almost like a square as well, which is pretty mad. Um, the size of the island, I think, makes it quite easy for them to defend because they can they can spot people approaching from, from a distance. All you, angles, yeah, because yeah. yeah, you're coming from the bit like from the sea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's 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 plenty of cover. So if you look at the island on like Google uh, Maps, it's completely covered in forest, like completely. Oh, okay. There so it's, is not, it's not easy to see from above what's you going on. You, you're not seeing anyone from above unless they're, yeah, on, yeah. they're on the unless beach. Unless they want to be seen. Unless they want to be seen. That's or exactly right. They don't mind being seen. It's so it's covered so much. I was like, where do they get... Because it's not big. I was like, where do they get their, f- their fresh water from? They must be getting it from somewhere. But I, don't, I don't know if an There's island that big... Springs or something in... On but it's like... Is there any mountains or... N- no, it's like... It's flat. It's fucking 20 square miles. It's tiny as fuck. Yeah, but is it... F- all completely flat. You can have tiny little island that's not flat. It's not. It doesn't have peaks. It is like a forest island. It looks fucking well cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go there. 
And the people that live there, the Sentinelese, have uh, over the years made it very obvious that they do not want any contact with the outside. Like, none. Fuck off, leave us alone. They're very aggressive and incredibly territorial. Protecting themselves, I, I see that. Uh, it's because of this that their, their way of life is literally a total mystery, which is I find fascinating. They're there. They're there on the island. You can fly over it. You can sail around it. But we haven't got a fucking clue what the hell is going on. Um, we, we know that they're, uh, that they're hunter-gatherers. They use spears and bows and arrows, and they hunt for uh, the native animals that like, roam around. And they also eat, obviously, loads of seafood. I mean, that figures when you're surrounded yeah, by yeah. the sea. Yeah. We've, we only know that from seeing um, like roasted shells discarded on the beach like from a distance from boats out in the sea. They're really good fishermen. Um, and uh, they, 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 they make canoes, and they, yeah. vent, they venture off off the island, but then well, don't... Well, go fishing, they must have to. Well, there's a lot of lagoons around it, and there's, like, spearfish, oh, okay, but they right, don't right. tend to go more than a kilometre away from the, the, the land. They, they stay very close to their to their territory. Um, and they're mo- nomadic in the sense that they, they roam the small island, but I don't really see that. I'm not sure if you'd class that as nomadic, because it's not very big. It's more like they've just got a massive garden that they walk around in. Yeah. It's not like they're going to a place that they've never been before. Yeah, yeah. They've got that. Well, they'll know every inch. It's a small island. They'll know every inch of it, won't they? Yeah. And they must have some crazy balance of like hunting and life and, and not, you know, over, over... How many people do we know? Is some, it, is somewhere, it somewhere between 50 and 500 Nobody really fucking knows. Oh, right, okay, that's quite a. Well, no one really knows. This is this 500 people. It's got a lot more sustaining 500 people than 50. I think they've worked out you need a minimum of 50 to have a self sustaining population for gene diversity. And yeah. it couldn't really be much bigger to sustain more than 500 without us seeing more evidence of them. Yeah. I think, maybe. So they're kind of assuming it's somewhere between those two numbers. Yes. Uh, yeah. But again, we don't, we don't know. No, there's no census carried out. No, well, not obviously not, because. You know, they're going to defend it, aren't they? Well, they're small people as well. They're around five point, uh, five foot five. That's not small. I'm, that's totally massive. And I, I mean, that is small. I mean, when you I'm think l- about I'm it. Not, I'm like five foot three and I'm not that small. Five foot four, maybe? You, you're, you're pretty small. I'd say I you're mean, pretty small. Oh, okay. I'd say you're pretty small. And so we think that they arrived on, uh, on North Sentinel Island like thousands of years ago. Like... It could be tens of thousands, 50,000, possibly... Six, I've seen the figure 60,000 years batted around, but it, it could, we don't know. It could be fucking longer. I don't even think that... Well, they're not going to know. I mean, it's just... Them expanses of time are just enormous. Um, and we don't know where they came from, which is quite, it's well, quite they amazing. Came from, uh, they came from... They just... They settled there, that's... Yeah, but where from? Um, doesn't, doesn't, they doesn't matter. There's a possibility that they came from lo- other local yeah, Andaman yeah. Islands. Um but the, the main prominent theory is that they possibly came from Africa, which is a f- fucking long way away, and it's got the, a giant ocean in, bet- like enormous amounts. But the, the sort of the popular theory is they walked across what is now the Bay of Bengal when the Ice Age created like a land bridge, and oh, then as okay. the oceans heated up and the, and the they got stranded there. Oh. And the ba- fucking hell! How mad's that? That's uh, crazy. Yeah, that is mad. And they speak a language that. Um, Unfortunately, this is one of the big issues. It it could be translated, but currently it no one knows it. I'm gonna fucking it exists just for them. Well, yeah, that makes sense because if they're entirely uh, and they've been there for a long time and they're entirely self-sustaining yeah. and they have no 
absolutely no communication with the outside world. They Why would they not have their own language? Well, they do have communication, but it's very brief. And, uh, well, and do it, they, it how do they communicate? Um, with arrows. Oh, well, no, but they're not actually speaking to anyone outside of their there island. Has, there has been local, like other local tribes on various other Andaman islands that have heard their language and like regional dialects, but they have still have no idea what they're saying. They're like, nah. That's that's nothing. Yeah, but exactly. It's fucking completely different. Of course it is. It's like well, language develops differently in different areas of the world. We know this because we all speak different languages. No shit. So it's not surprising that a people on an island or tribes and you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's the fact that we don't know. It's completely isolated. Yeah. So even well, talking yeah. to them, we're like fucking what? We can't we even see what you're even, doing. Don't even know what you're saying. Can't even begin to understand it. So it kind of indicates that they've been separate from everybody for a hell of a long time. And uh, some of their practices are, are um, from what we can see, l- straight out of the Stone Age. Like literally, they're, they're so they're still living that back back in that time. N- well, sort of, but n- no, but yeah. Well, they got arrows. Yeah, I'll I'll explain it. Um, they they use metal. They love they use it to make like tools. They fucking love metal. They're mad for metal because you think about the amount of energy it takes to. You know, well, you need to be on an island that has this um, rock with a specific content of iron ore in it that you need to fucking start smelting it down and fucking. It's not easy. So whenever they get their hands on metal, they're like, "Oh my god, this is like the most precious thing to them." Um, and uh, they use iron-tipped arrows, and that's quite common. And mm. you'll find out why we figured that out in a bit. Um, we think they live in 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 wooden framed huts that are covered with leaves, and and uh, they probably sleep on the floor. Uh, the huts are always temporary because they just roam this small little island a lot. Um, and anthropologists have found similarities between other local Andaman tribal canoes and the, the Sentinelese boats, but they don't think that's from contact. It's more likely boats have, have washed up on, on Sentinel Island and the lads and ladies there have gone, what can I back engineer this? Yeah. It works. Yeah. It's made it here. Yeah, it, yeah. We'll just copy it. Um, and there's also similarities with the garments worn between the the Sentinelese and other like Andaman tribes. That which are, but but we we don't know why that is the case because we could be talking fifty sixty thousand years of separation. We just we simply don't know. It's, it's so there's no one been on that island for sixty thousand. They years. have, but there's like integrated contact and integrate integration with outsiders as far as we know, has never happened. Has never happened. Okay. So when you see the similarities, it could be like a fucking garment washed up on a, on a in a boat. Or maybe a body. Uh, yeah. And they're well, like, oh, this is cool. This is cool clothes. Let's copy this. Exactly. Because yeah. I mean... But what have they got? They've got no like sewing factory. They're only very limited resources, which makes them fascinating. Yeah, but all tribes are like that though. And but if you're in the Amazon rainforest, you, you're more like, I'd say you're more likely to create something than somebody stuck on a small island because you've just got access to a giant fuck off jungle. Yeah, See what I, I mean? Suppose, yeah, I mean they must be getting fabrics from somewhere if they wear. No, fabric. they don't. They don't wear no, fabrics. What do they wear? Just crazy, like the. It's like um, uh, it, it, I suppose it looks like vines, things like that. But oh, it's like okay. the style of it is similar. It's right. not the same type of garment, but it's a similar sort of style. It could just be because you're a fucking human, and if you're going to make a jacket, something to keep you warm, it looks like a jacket. You know well, what I mean? They probably use animal fur. I'm guessing that is there animals no, on the island? There is, but they don't. They're naked basically all the time. Oh, well. It's very warm. 
So they're not. They don't really have. I the think a lot of tribes are like that. Though, they're, they're, they're like they're like they're the ones that tie their dick they up like to their fucking stomach, so it doesn't like get whacked off bushes when they're running through <laughs> that type of shit. Okay. Seriously, use some vines to tie up their yeah, pe- their yeah. penis, penis, and like maybe maybe some vines around the boobs, stop them bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. But then most tribes don't really wear any kind of covering of the top half of females, do they? They just they just let them hang free. But my observation of female tribal titties is they're, they're very fucking brilliant. Well, they're also quite low hanging. No, not the ones I saw. Well, yeah, like they're like doing this like contact with this tribe. Like this video I was watching, I was just looking at the girl's tits. Depends going, on, depends on. She's how got old. really good boobs. If she's young, then yeah, but it's usually as I dread to think how you. I mean, she could have been twelve, and I'm going to feel I mean, horrible. <laughs> don't know. That's the thing. Like is it, the, the thing is, is as you get older, no! like especially if you're not wearing any kind of boob support, which they don't, uh, and they're very often got children hanging off them, which they will. Then, then. Uh, you know, because I suppose in a tribe, you would breastfeed a kid for a long time. Which is tits. Because it's a bit weird. Like, people think it's weird to, to like, feed a three-year-old, like, breast milk in, in, in our, like, society. But for them, it's like, well, this is a source of... I don't have to go out and make them a fucking, <laughs> you know, rat burger because... <laughs> rat burger. Because yeah. I've got tit milk I can give them. Have you ever tried tit milk? I haven't personally, no. You haven't tried tit milk? I don't know whose I would try. Well, anyone that's got... Like t- milk coming yeah, out of their the tits, tits, so that you're no. like, I I tried it. Who did you try? I tried Louise. Louise's tit milk. Oh right. Just it's supposed because to be very sweet, isn't it? It's quite sweet. Just <laughs> just because, like, um, she was doing like not from her boob. That's be fucking not. crazy. She had it in, like a bottle, and she like apparently you put the bottle in warm water when you've got a kid or something, then you have to put it on your hand oh, to make sure lick. that. Yeah, yeah. And so she put it on her hand, and, and I saw my up. I was drunk. I was drunk. <laughs> I saw my opportunity. Can I, lick it? <laughs> I, was, I didn't ask her. I just did it because I thought if I ask her, she'll say no. And when am I going to get the opportunity to sample tit milk? <laughs> so I just did it. I thought it, was, it just tasted like lager, strangely <laughs> enough. Funnily enough, you were drinking that. It's supposed to be quite sweet, isn't it? It was thick and it, was, it looked thick. like. It was thick. Oh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> bit weird we've gone on a weird tangent oh well it's gonna get even weirder now um so there is uh, the first modern world the first modern day sort of like um interactions and the the first time we sort of knew of their existence came back in the 1880s as far as i can see possibly the 1860s uh with a boat but i think there was probably undocumented contact before that i just find it difficult i know it's remote but I think that the, the Andaman Islands, once you're there on a boat, it's pretty obvious that there's a chain of islands. Mm-hmm. You, you, I can't. I, I think that they probably had contact before, but we just don't know. But Isn't it weird that just it's that one island that's like others have It's like because they'll fucking stab you if yeah, you come onto it. they're like, nah, they don't, nah. We're in. But they, they must not be interested in anything else they're outside of there. They're smart as fuck. That's uh, why. They ain't got coronavirus, have they? No, they're smart <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> they're, they're all right. But then also, they don't want any of our shit. Exactly. No, you don't, I don't, you're a fucking disease. I don't know what, I don't want you on my island. I think they're brilliant. I do. So in 1880, there was a, a British naval officer called Maurice Portman. And he, he fucking wrecked it. For, he was a complete cunt. Spoiled the party. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like he put too much salt in the fucking soup and just destroyed it for everyone. Um, and he's the reason, in my opinion, why they hate us. Oh, okay. Uh, he's the reason why they're incredibly defensive. So, um, Maurice Portman, uh, he uh, he um, arrived in like a, an armed colony boat with a crew, but they stopped off on one of the bigger previously contacted Andaman Islands, and he asked some of the local tribes people, some of the members, if they wanted to join an expedition out to to North Sentinel Island to try and 
I guess, mate, contact. And I say he asked these tri- tribal people if they wanted to come. I think he just fucking forced them from what I know about him. I don't think they had a choice. Mm. So five uh, tribal members joined Maurice and his crew and then went over and they landed the boat off the shore and gained, because you can't, it's like, it's, it's got a lot of reefs around it. You can't just get, that's another thing. That's why it's, got, it's quite like a, like a fort. You can't just sail up in a big ass boat. It's not possible. Yeah. So you have to like come up on little ones. But they gained access via the beached. Uh, by the beached. What's the beached? The beached. The beached whale. Their boat was not beached, but they gained access via the beach. <laughs> um, and they pressed on into the jungle and they were led by the um, the tribal members that they hijacked off one of the other islands because they're like good at tracking or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they found like um, uh, well-worn pathways, abandoned huts, but no sign of the Sentinelese anywhere. They're just completely fucking gone. I think they saw them coming and went, nope, See ya. we're out of here. Uh, Maurice Portman, he was there, I think... A while, maybe a couple of days, because I think after like two days of searching, I guess he kind of like stumbled across a group of of natives. It was two elders and a group of, I think, something like five little kids. I don't know why they were on their own and not with the other tribe, but that's what happened. Coherent contact wasn't possible because of this insane language barrier. barrier. So instead of like leaving them the fuck alone and like shaking their hand and giving them a fucking, you know, a coconut or something. Yeah, yeah. What Maurice decided to do was fuck it's outright. He kidnapped the group basically. He says he he took them away to uh, to to a main base on the one of his one of the bigger islands He's, to make peaceful contact. But that ain't peaceful contact. No, you're, you're kidnapping people. If man. they wanted to come to the Especially bigger island, elders who are yeah. probably quite important to the tribe. Yeah, if you want, if they wanted to make contact, they would just leave the island and do it on their own terms. So you go in there and finding it abandoned, and then. Taking a group of the only group you did find, and fu- t- that's fucking and nicking kidnap, them man. off their island, taking them off their home. It was outright fucking. Them poor people must have been scared as fuck. So pretty soon, and it's, it is quite sad, and this is quite a common theme that you have with these uncontacted tribes, or like at least very like remote people. Like within days, the elderly couple got sick and died, um, and then the children started to obviously develop signs of being ill. And we think it's because they're like, contact with well, there's. The Sentinelese haven't been exposed to outside pathogens for like sixty thousand fucking years, and it's we could God knows what we could be doing to them. You know what I mean? So after a week, so the, the elders died, and he kept the kids for a fucking week, and he was like, "Oh, they're fucking looking a bit, bit ropey around the edges." Yeah, yeah. They were starting to be. So he took them back and just dumped them on the beach, oh, and God, then, but then left them some gifts, like uh, like a fucking knife. You're taking the pathogens back? Uh, yeah, I don't. It didn't. It didn't run through them. Whatever okay. w- affected the elderly, I mean, it could have been food poisoning that took them. I don't know. I don't know. But the elderly, the elderly people died, and they the, dumped the kids back on the fucking beach oh. with a coconut and a knife. And there's no like record of of what the the Sentinelese actually said or thought about the situation. But it it probably it probably pissed, pissed them off. Pissed them right off, yeah. And their subsequent the thing actions. Is, I can it. imagine. You know, with a lot of tribes, the elders are extremely well regarded mm. and well. You know, like they are incredibly wise, incredibly wise, and they're like living libraries, sitting at the top of the yeah the kind of leader chain. You know, and it's yeah. and so you nick the elders and they die. And Imagine you live in a group of a hundred people and you're like, "Where's so and so gone? That fucking boat took them." The are kids are gonna communicate <sighs> that the fucking elders died 
Uh, yeah, that's no wonder they're pissed off. Imagine that. So I was like, because mm. like if you read some articles, it just says he took them to make a peaceful contact, and then the elders got ill, so he dropped them back on the island with some gifts, and you're like, oh, that was nice of him. Shouldn't have done that. But when you, I read deeper, I thought that's not fucking. That sounds bollocks. And there are a few articles that stated that old uh, old Maurice Portman was in fact. And it is shocking, but a paedophile. Oh, and God. he'd already apparently led raids on several other local islands, snatching children and like adolescents. And he and he like photographed them and like molested them. Like whilst and apparently there's actual photographs still of this, which I'm you not find. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna look oh. at that. <laughs> no fucking way. Which I mean it must be shitty photographs from the eighteen eighties. Yeah, true. And the, the British, because like that's I wouldn't say it was I mean, I bet it was common, actually. But the British used to kidnap, like, tribal people and use them as slaves. And, like, the tribes who eventually would... Because a lot of them would resist being, obviously, overtaken. But the ones that eventually submitted to, to British rule, they got devastated by, obviously, external disease that they weren't exposed to. And another thing which was really interesting, I'm sure this is quite common with Aborigines as well, that I've, that I've, um, I've read, that... Like contact with alien substances they're not familiar with, like alcohol, mm. tobacco, and sugar, just fucking wrecks them. Yeah, because yeah. Because they just go, well, let's go mad. Well, they're they're living an entirely like, you know, normal what what humans are supposed to eat. Kind That's of why they're foliage, fascinating. Foliage and um, you know, yeah. fish. Yeah. Very very fresh diets. Yeah. Just they 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 eat what they need to. They don't overeat because they don't have the opportunity to. No, well they can, but they know that there's a balance on the island. They well, could go yeah, and kill but all but the but livestock, but they don't. But they, they don't. Know there's a balance. They're yeah, in more exactly. Harmony. But they live in harmony with what with that with that one with their nature. I think they fucking sound. Fucking. It's brilliant. You you know you you give them like processed food. Something yeah. their body has absolutely no idea. Like we grow up eating that shit, so our bodies can process it to a point, but. I would f- probably be interesting to, you know, they probably very few incidents of like heart conditions and things like that where, you well, know. Well, there is definitely an east-west divide on, on that the obesity and, and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cardiovascular issues anyway. Well, yeah, because it's that's and that's that's generally down to poor diet. It's fucking Mackey's, man. Mackey's and fucking <laughs> Burger King and Five Guys and fucking Taco Bell and all that <laughs> shit. So Maurice actually went back to the island several more times in the uh, the 1880s. I don't think he actually landed or made any contact because whenever he showed up, the Centralese fucking showed him exactly how they fought and like a ag- like aggressive posturing and like screaming at them because they just fucking stole five yeah, yeah, like yeah. seven people and only five came back and they were kids yeah, yeah. and the kids are probably saying they did some next level shit to us oh, well no yeah, wonder especially if he raped them and did all that fucking shit. leave them alone you know oh like how God. like a wild animal gets aggressive and it doesn't want confrontation but it's fucking well aggressive the last yeah. thing it wants to do is that it's like that that's yeah, how yeah, i yeah. see it they but don't they just want to live their life and be left alone yeah yeah just like just like a snake i think a lot of snakes snakes get yeah, a bad yeah. rap because you know, they're because they bite people and kill them, but usually they're, they're telling only do you. that because they're being trodden yeah. on or kicked or, or fucked with. Fucked with, or well, it's like try kidnapping a mama bear's cubs and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. do it once. I don't think that. I think some <laughs> animals are inclined to be quite vicious, like you know, tigers, bears. They can they they can attack for no reason. I think bears don't give a, a, a but f- like like apex predators can just run through you, but even yeah, like yeah. lions, the they'll still back away. They don't want if they think that you're a threat. 
They they don't yeah. want to get into a fisticuffs with no, you. No, no. But I mean, there is there are definitely animals out there who actually only use their defenses when they're defending themselves, like yeah. bees. People are like oh bees. Nah, bees. They're bees, are bees. Bees will only like sting you if you're fucking, you know, if you if you. Yeah. They're gonna think they're gonna die anyway. I yeah. mean, wasps are a bit dickheady. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're just stinging anyway. Wasps are bastards. Yeah, they yeah, are like proper dickheads. So, because of this interaction, there's speculation that they deliberately isolated themselves in the mid 1880s to hide from like the the new arrivals of British colony ships, which makes sense considering what they'd previously experienced. Every time a boat turns up, shit happens. Mm. We've got to protect our our children. Um, and also in the uh, in the 1880s, there was, or was it might be in the 1860s, matter, but there was an Indian trading ship called the the Nive, I believe, and it got smashed up on some reefs, uh, some reefs surrounding um, the island in like a monsoon, and the crew were like, "Thank fuck! Look, there's an island there. Mm. Let's just go. Let's go there. We'll be safe and uh, await rescue." And <laughs> I think it was on day three. They'd been there for three days, and obviously the Sentinelese knew they were there. But they're just... Did the people on the... No, they haven't got a clue. No, no. They didn't know, but they're surrounded by possibly 500 people. (laughs) Yeah, but they didn't do anything for for three days. They definitely knew they were there. And I think they were just going, let's just Just observe them. What are they doing? What's going on? What are they here for? Yeah, Yeah, we don't want to have... Because if they're they're just staying on the beach waiting, then they're probably like, well, they might not be here to like... Fuck us up. Fuck us up. They might just got here, landed here by accident. Because obviously uh, these people are aware that the world is there's other things in the world. Oh, they know other than, other than them. They know that there's stuff out there, but they don't know what it is. Well, how many? Yeah, they, like they billions of people that are well, out they'd here. They'd be fucking better yeah. off not knowing. So uh, on day three, the uh, the the crew that were on the uh, on this on this reef said that they um, described naked savages with red painted faces running out the jungle, and they started attacking them with iron tipped spears and like arrows, and they they were relentless apparently. And yeah, I get yeah. that, man. They're like, "Fuck Why off!" After man. three days, though, I get. I, I think it's Why the. I think away? it's they, they're trying to avoid confrontation. And yeah. if these people have been there day one, don't do anything. Day two, okay. don't do. Day three, fucking, fucking hell. hell we Are we going to wait till day eight, fuckers. day ten? Yeah, yeah. They day might just move in. Yeah, we've got to fucking scare them off. Um, whilst they were getting their asses handed to them, the captain of the ship used a lifeboat and sailed off the island to get help. And he was picked up by a, a Royal Navy vessel who went back and rescued the uh, the survivors who managed to fight the Sentinelese off with rocks. And there were no, I find this interesting, there were no casualties. I think that's very telling. I mm. think the, 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 uh, the Sentinelese probably could have just fucking really handed it to them. I think it was more of a, we don't want to kill him. We want you to go back and tell everybody that you don't come here, scare him. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking crazy. The The first evidence of a, of an outsider actually like getting into, into trouble, real serious trouble, came in 1886. And this was like a, a, convicted, uh, like a, a convict that escaped from a prison. I'm guessing it's one of these colony prisons that we've got on one of the islands. Apparently, he, he made a raft, right, to try and escape. And he ended up getting washed up. On North Sentinel oh Island, you're fuck. like, oh my god. <laughs> the worst god. place to wash up ever. Uh, he, he, um, a search party apparently found him on the beach. So they went onto the beach with his throat cut and a chest full of fucking arrows. So oh, shit. use that as a calling card. Listen it to what they're saying and yeah, stay yeah. away. And it happened a few times and it got to the stage where if a search party suspected that a convict was uh, like washed up on Sentinel Island, they were like, <laughs> just leave him there. See ya. See ya. He's, He's dead. probably He's dead. He's a dead guy. 
And it was a quote from the chief commissioning officer of the Andaman Islands. He was a British dude colonising the fuck out of their land. And he said that they are a tribe which slays every stranger on sight, whether a forgotten member of its own or from another Andamanese tribe or a complete foreigner. So a forgotten member of its own? I don't know how he knows that, but I get that again. Yeah, like someone who... I mean, maybe... Are any of these islanders leave? Unless they've forgotten a member of the tribe and then try and come back. I don't think so, because I think if they did leave... Well, if you leave, you know you can't come back. Well, no, Surely? You, you'd reckon... If, if I don't you, know why you'd leave. You wouldn't be able to speak any language other than the ones that are And it would be a deliberate reach of open contact. They'd be, I think it wouldn't just be one guy in a canoe. It'd probably be a load. Or they'd wait for you to land and they wouldn't savagely attack you. They'd be like, okay, we want, we want contact. I don't know, man. They're not they're not savage. They're not murderous savages, man. It's incorrect when you consider the bigger picture. Um, so I'm going to move forward to the 1960s, where it gets a bit more interesting. It's not just like have a go heroes and paedophiles turning up on the island, mm. fucking throwing their weight around. It was an anthropologist, a fella called T. N. Pandit. I've abbreviated his name to T. N. because. I'm going to butcher his beautiful Indian name. It's far better than Tom. But um, yeah, he went to study them and and he landed on the island. Again, it's risky as fuck, but he actually just gone off the boat and went onto the island. He found abandoned huts and fires still smouldering. Okay, so they know, they've clearly got watchers around every aspect, you know, of the island to see, because they clearly know people are there as soon as they're there. It seems that way. It, it must have. It, it does seem that way. Very similar to the uh, um, earlier account that I gave of, of, of it being abandoned. It's like they've gone, yeah, uh-oh. It's like, no, it's, they're not. It's not abandoned. It's fucking, they're just not, they're not there. They've, yeah. they've fucking gone to the little underground fucking hidey places or up in the trees even. Just fucking away from you where you don't you know. You could just climb up. You wouldn't, you don't, people don't often think to look up for humans. I, bet you, the trees. I bet you they could be 10 feet in front of you. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, that's what I mean. 60,000 like, years of expert well camouflage, camouflage like practice. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to... Just climb up the fucking trees. We can, we can ambush them from above. So he found, uh, he found uh, as well as like, you know, fires and huts and shit, he found raw honey. This is how most of the information that we know about their life and the way of life ca- came from, from Panda. It's raw honey, so they've got bees there, high source of energy. Bones of pigs, so there's, ne- there's pigs running around. Fruit, uh, multi, uh, like a multi-pronged wooden spear thing. I don't the fuck knows what that's for. Spear fish, probably for spear fishing. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, bows and arrows. They found cane baskets and fishing nets, bamboo pots and like wooden buckets and shit. Um, and instead of like enslaving or <laughs> I suppose kidnapping and raping their children, he just left them like a few, he left like blankets and sweets, like high sugar shit, um, buckets because he saw that they had like bamboo Pla- buckets, plas- plastic buckets and obviously <laughs> some, some knives because they had like primitive, you know, stabby stabbers. Yep. So he'll have a machete you, you, and, and, then he, help, yeah. and then he fucked off, man. That's all he did. But I get that's like a really cool, peaceful gesture. But imagine if you like came home <laughs> and found like ro- loads of like random yellow buckets and sweets you'd be like that fucking Maurice the, is like back. some ra- some random knives as well like Scary. and some bowls here you go yeah like what what it's what, what's this shit and a, a, here's a nice blanket but you're like what this what who's been in my fucking house See, I think but they know they're watching man like every fucking move that guy made there was being watched yeah and I think that they record they, they let they let him do it I think that they recognise him and and knew him and his crew and his boat I think they're f- I mean they would be they're not just going to be like who are you they're going to remember yeah yeah 
because he tried to make contact several times. Like, and they didn't kill him. Wait, through this through the sixties and seventies, uh, but most of the times he was met with like a wall of arrows and spears. Oh, right. I, even like even after he left gifts on the beach for them, like it, like he put pigs out and pots and pans and coconuts and shit. Yeah, but that guy that fucking took him and raped him and then left gifts. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a shit. You're not a shitter. Well, when it, if you leave him gifts, that could be a trap. Exactly. In well, their mind. the Sentinelese apparently chased him off while slaughtering the pig on the beach. Like, so I don't know if that's like a show oh, of, okay. but um, like a producer from a National Geographic documentary got speared in the leg as well. And apparently the Sentinelese just laughed at him. Like, fuck off, man. We, Told why are you, you here? Yeah. And again, remember, outsiders have done some awful shit. They're 100% aware of this. And that, that's why they, that's why they, they act the way they did. But Pandit himself, he said they're, they're a peace-loving people and their, their hostility is a sign of, of, of great insecurity, mm. which has been passed down through the generations. It's fucking smart, obviously, I think. Yeah, he yeah. said the tribe's association with outsiders has brought them nothing but harm. And mm. it's a matter of great regret to me that such a pleasant race are going to be rapidly extinct. And I, I suppose... At, Why the, are at, they? at that point in the 70s, oh, okay. it was before, like, it was just an open, you could just go there in the 70s, 60s, 70s, mm. like, oh, they're fucked. There's no, yeah, there's no yeah. like. People come with machine guns, they're fucked. Yeah, there's nothing they can do. I was talking machine guns. During World War II, the, um, the Andaman Islands saw some, like, next level aerial combat and bombing campaigns taking place. So the Sentinelese, these poor people, are sitting on their island, the fucking sky's exploding. They wouldn't, what the fuck? Mm. What are these dumb white people doing now? Yeah, man, you'd have no idea, would you? Be like, what the fuck is going on? Imagine how hostile the outside world would look if you yeah, saw yeah, all that yeah. shit. Um, shall we have a break and then we'll come back and then I've got some, uh, some more modern day encounters. The ones in the 1880s and shit like that. It's kind of like, really? Some ye old parchment or some fucking bollocks. You don't really know what's going on. But yeah, the, yeah, yeah. these more documented and sort of credible accounts of what actually goes goes down. There was a boat called the, the Primrose, which again ran aground uh, during a storm in 1981. So this is relatively oh. recent. Yep. Had 28 crew people on board. It's like a big shipping boat or some shit like that. And again, the crew were like, "Oh, thank fuck." Oh, there's a nice. Do they not know what this island is uh, um, when they're like on it? I when they like, because surely you would know. I don't know. Big sign saying this island is not up for fucking. N- not at that point, because obviously Pandit previously had been saying they're gonna get fucking blitzed by the, mm. when the modern world wants to when stick a McDonald's on this island. They're fucked. Yeah. They're they're, fucked. Well, the thing is, ultimately. You can't you can't go up with bow against guns with bows and arrows, can you? No, you, no, you can't. That's so the thing. So this this crew was sort of like ran aground and like this is all well and good, and um, th- they thought they would be able to take shelter and be reasonably safe, but they were constantly attacked for days whilst awaiting rescue. And the captain actually even radioed out to try and get weapons airdropped in so he could defend himself, like literally start shooting them. They had to fight them off with flare guns and like rocks and sticks yeah, and yeah. stones and <laughs> shit. And again, right, I, I think the boat like ran aground on a reef slightly off off the off the uh, the beach because the the uh, the on the due to the bad weather as well, the, the Sentinelese couldn't actually physically get onto the boat at that point. 
they were like there was a some sort of you know water gap that they couldn't cross but they were within like striking range oh so these people are still on the boat they rammed on the boat but they were like oh there's an island there we could just so get to it but they couldn't get onto the island because of the bad weather and the monsoon. But the Sentinelese couldn't saw get them, on the boat, and they couldn't get on the boat, and so they just, just throwing shit. At rained them. hell, just close enough to terrify the fuck out of them. And it, what's mad is if you Google Earth this, you can still see the Primrose boat. It's on like the north side of the it's island. Still there. Yeah, but it's been totally pulled apart because it's made of metal. Oh, well, they love it. Yeah, they fucking love it. They fucking love metal so well, much yeah, so. It's, I can imagine it's not an easy thing to get for them to get hold of. No, it's insanely hard because they'd have to like. Wore it out of the fucking if there ground, is any if there. they can. If they can, well, they've yeah. got. They, you said they had. They have iron tipped. Yes, so but they from, must be getting it from, from the eighteen eighties onwards. We know they had iron tipped arrows, but like I said, but they, must so have been they must be managing to like extract iron somehow, from or just nicking it off people as they come onto the island. I don't know. It's, it's a, it is a mystery. That's that's yeah, what's yeah. amazing about it. But when this boat obviously got mashed up when they started tearing it apart, the anthropologists say that they um, at that point. In 1981, they left the Stone Age and entered the Iron Age because they had an abundance. It's fucking crazy. How, look, just... In the 80s. The fucking 1980s. (laughs) Entering the fucking Iron Age in the 80s. I know. And and everyone goes, I wonder what, you know, Iron Age or Stone Age man was like. Fucking like that. Well, yeah. But you can't look at them because you're not allowed to get close enough to look at them. No, you can't. Because even when you do go on the island, they hide. Yes. You can't see them. I know. It's amazing, trees and shit. I suppose people see them because they are... Fucking lobbing shit out on beaches and stuff. Yeah, aren't boat, they? boats can see him. There's like telephoto lens of these guys, but there was actually a peaceful interaction in 1991 with um, with Indian explorers, and it was actually filmed. There's some really cool footage on YouTube. Uh, this uh, it's like an um, Indian contact party. They remained on their boat as far as I could tell. They didn't actually go on on uh, onto the island. They didn't cross that fucking barrier, but they went right up to the fucking land, and like the the Sentinelese came out into the ocean, and like you could see them like looking at their handing them like coconut and other useful stuff and they were taking it and throwing it to shore and people are talking and no one's got a fucking cl- yeah, clue yeah no one's like what they're fucking saying to each other but, but no one got shot no one got stabbed so that's it's a good that's a good peaceful interaction then because usually yeah yeah like I think you're right I don't have a feeling like these people are s- like me- like one wanting to, to fuck people up they're just no. defending like you say all their interactions with the outside world have been fucking horrible yes pretty much yeah, so yeah. what like why would they trust and also, like, generation of stories passed down about outsiders and how terrible they are. And this is what we know. Imagine what they actually know because they've experienced yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, think they're, I think they've got absolute fucking smarts. So oh, after yeah. that intera- interaction, the, um, the Indian government were like, nah, look, this, we're doing more damage than good. Even, like, even with anthropologists studying them, the, the potential for disease is it's insane. Mm. Their culture and, and, like, complete way of life is is at risk of annihilation just from Mm -hmm. a simple mistake and they were like leave them the fuck alone unless they reach out for us and if they do then we can plan an interaction and like you know where there's comfortable and yeah and like local fishing boats often report that they uh the sentinelese attack them and that always makes like news from what i can see a lot of news websites and shit it's like the, the savages on north central island attacked a boat and shit but when you actually look into these claims deeper the the fishermen are like actually poaching in their waters and they often shoot guns at the sentinelese on on the beach so no wonder they're screaming yeah, and yeah, throwing yeah. fucking spears at you fuck off leave them alone stop stealing their f- stop stealing us fish yeah and stop fucking st- fucking shooting at us you bastards if they want to if they want contact they'll come to us it's as simple yeah, yeah, as that. Yeah. They can. They've got boats. They know. They know how to. They know how to like. Well, they just. 
I'm sure they could just. There's some. I'm sure Ireland's under constant like observation. It is now. I'll go. I'll go through that in a bit. But it. But it is now. Yeah. So if they. If they. If there's in any way like they want to communicate, they can. Yeah. Because they probably know that as well. Yeah, they think they probably. Yeah, they know. But again, the thing is, they we can do things they they can't. They will have seen technology, you know, like advance in terms of like planes and helicopters and things that fly around that they have absolutely no way of getting at. I can imagine there's been a lot of fucking helicopters going over it. Well, it, talking of helicopters, uh, we, do, like, we do check in on them sporadically. Yeah, like yeah. The Indian government basically said, don't go there. But um, for instance, after the tsunami in 2004, the Indian government were like, fucking hell, they Are could they be okay? gone. So they flew a helicopter over to see if anybody was left because they legit thought that it could have just washed Wiped them out. Because it's yeah. not, there's no like mountain range. It's a it's small, like tiny little it, island. Yeah. Um, so uh, around the island, the the, uh, the sea floor was actually raised by like one and a half meters, which is fucking crazy. That's how bad. Oh. Think of the power to lift the ocean floor up. And it, what it did is it smashed all the coral reefs up and destroyed their fishing lagoons. I'm sure they're going to adapt. The ocean will obviously sure. fish are going to yeah, come back yeah, in. Um, so um, I, I, I wonder what they thought when when that happened. You know what I mean? Like no concept of tectonic plate, or, or, or maybe they have. Maybe they, maybe they knew that a massive rumbling in the ground well, they would have felt is followed it. by yeah, a by wall of watery water. death. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but what it turns out that they potentially headed to the highest point of the island before the tsunami hit, and they were fucking smart. So they've had, they've had previous man. They knew how to deal mm-hmm. with that, uh, which obviously again makes sense considering they've been there for sixty thousand fucking years. Yeah, they must have had time. enough earthquakes and enough yeah, tsunamis. Yeah, in that time, fucking hell, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's we like that's that's a rumbly part of the world. It is, yeah. So we we assumed that they were totally fine after we uh, we got the helicopter going in low, and they come they came running out apparently and started attacking the helicopter with bows and arrows. We were like, oh, they're all right, they're, they're okay, right. they still got it, they're still feisty. <laughs> yeah, they're still they're still saying fuck off. Yeah, that's yeah. their way. Of, that's they're in my still mind. Saying that, we don't need help. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, mind yeah, of going. Yeah. We're all right, lads. Yeah, we're all right. But every day is a school day because from that interaction, we figured out that they use different arrowheads for specific tasks because the helicopter was riddled with a different type of arrow that people on boats have been riddled with. So they're like, they've got like helicopter, yeah, helicopter Long arrows. Long range arrows, <laughs> short crazy. range arrows, stones, spears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like um, when people are there, they lob rocks at them because with like, metal's stick, expe- metal's any harsh. Any kind of stick weapon with a bit of metal on the end of it is, that is good for them. Like, uh, their, we- their metal-tipped weapons are very precious because of the rarity. I mean, they've got so a the primrose metal, yeah. rammed up, but I reckon if they saw that, I reckon they were shooting at the helicopter, not necessarily to warn it off, but they think, if we could take that fucker down, who knows what's in there? It's mm. a flying thing with knives, and there's people in there. If we can bring that down... God knows what's in there. That's my moment with the reason they did it. Um, but it, there's been enough rough shit. 2006. So I'm going to much more modern day now. Uh, two fishermen apparently got pissed up in their boat and fell asleep. And they'd made a anchor out of, um, like they tied a rock <laughs> to some rope and just yeah, fucked yeah. it off the edge. And it came loose and they started drifting to, to Sentinel oh, Island. <laughs> Other boats in the area saw it happening and were trying to... Warn them. But they were just completely out of their fucking oh minds dear. and they drifted into the shallows and the sentinels apparently strangled them and shot the fuck out of them with arrows and then just buried them on the beach. The Indian government actually tried to recover the bodies but again, they were met with like oh a fuck. 
quite like mad hostility, and, and the bodies are still there today. T- two, two more, um, two men apparently looking for driftwood. Fucking hell, man, calm down. Fucking hell. They accidentally ran aground and they were hacked apart <laughs> with axes, and their bodies were hung from bamboo poles and like displayed to the ocean like scarecrows. Oh shit, it's gotten a bit next level then. Yeah, they went Vlad the Impaler style. Fucking leave us alone. Yeah, but that's getting a bit more ritual, isn't it? Now it's not just them defending; they're actually like. I don't know if it's a ritual. It's just trying to scare yeah, you. Well, maybe. I mean, it could be a ritual. Who knows? We don't know. We simply don't know. But after that, the Indian government, who were uh, like they're the ruling authority over the Andaman Islands, they set up a three-mile exclusion zone to prevent people from getting close, which is fucking fair play. Is that like is that monitored then? That zone? Can people accidentally drift into it? People still? can accidentally drift into it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what seems to happen. Is it's like people just sort of accidentally run aground on this island. We can accidentally on purpose or drift onto this island or whatever it might be or. You know, they fucking get washed up in a storm. Yes. There's not much else they can do. And they <laughs> get absolutely slammed to death yeah, with yeah. fucking God knows what. The Indians also they probably said... eat a bit. I wonder if they're cannibals. Do you think they are? I, I doubt it. I don't know. I d- it doesn't seem like that no, it would be just, enough numbers them. to be self-sustained. Yeah. I mean, I don't fucking know. Who knows? There is no evidence of the bodies that they've seen of them being eaten. They've just been battered to fuck and then, <laughs> then hung up to dry yeah so fair play to the indians man they also say like if you ignore our exclusion zone because they can't monitor it all the time if mm. you ignore it it's and go on your there, own back yeah, yeah so there'll be no help from us and we no. will not even consider prosecution you're in their world yeah yeah it's I'm a like, different world you. you can't you can't enforce laws on people who don't have any idea of the law they're breaking in the first place yeah like you can't imagine if if you know if our world is just this house and you know and y- you know, we didn't know of any laws or mm-hmm. any yeah. kind of. We just live by our own, our own, yeah, yeah, laws, and we have our own like. Well, it's like a sovereign country. That's yeah. their rules. We have our own like f- food and whatever. We don't go out anywhere. We just stay in this environment. If someone starts trying to come in and tell you you need to go to prison because y- or you defended your your you picked space. a raspberry off your own Be- bush. Yeah, You're because like, someone off. picked a raspberry off your bush and you killed them because that's your bush and that's all your raspberries. Yeah. Uh, you can't then get expect the fucking government to be like, oh well, we're going to put, you know, it doesn't work like that. If they, those people, like any tribe, it's like, you know, that mad program that was, we've mentioned it before, where it was on Channel Four. It was like a, a program where they put a fucking, like, very English sort of s- terraced house oh, yeah. next to a, an, a a tribe that lived in Africa. Yeah. And like the just the rebuilt the house. In just the, in rebuilt the, the house in the desert. Nambia wasn't it in the Nambian desert. Next to this Fucking mad tribe of yeah. clay, they like lots of clay in their hair and red. They were wicked. They were wicked and like, but they, they're, they're sort of trying to integrate. Like these people aren't as, you know, as uh, as remote. They're not remote people. They have they, but they don't have money. They trade in in cattle. They, you know, they're. Like they liaise with the outside they lia- world. They li- liaise with the outside world as little as possible. But they know it's there. They can just wander and, and get you a know, beer. But then there's this fucking sitting in, you know, this like tribe woman sitting on this perfect like white chair in the, <laughs> yeah, in the yeah 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 in the in in the kitchen and she's like watching this woman load washing into washing. She's like, why is she cleaning clean clothes? Yeah, why have you got so <laughs> many pairs of clothes? And they don't wash. They like clean themselves. Well, they do with, wash. They just got well, their they own way of doing it. They clean themselves with smoke instead of water and. Yeah, it's just so mad. Do what they do, and we pour chemicals on ourselves and flush them into the sea. Yeah, like how we, <laughs> you know, and they don't smell these people. Of course not. You know, so it's just, yeah, like mad. So these, sound, man. these I think people wicked. are just, they're, they're, you can't expect 
if you can't expect a tribe like that to abide by like laws, you can't expect one that's completely absent from the rest of the world. Yeah. And lives its own fucking little yeah. ecosystem. They don't understand our rules. What no. the fuck? That's they nonsense. They don't even speak our language. How are they ever going to understand our rules? Even if you sent someone <laughs> over there and they allowed someone to come and try and communicate the rules, they wouldn't understand it anyway. No, no. So it's like you say. The it's a stone Indian age, It's a time like, machine to a stone age If you ignore time. the fucking exclusion zones and you float in there and you come aground on their beach, they will kill you and they ain't going to get prosecuted no. because of it. And you will die and that will be your fault. It's uh, the aggressive posture that they adopt is obviously wise, considering what we've heard about, you know, other tribes getting. It's mad how they like. It seems like that 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 sometimes they allow people on the island for a certain amount of time to look around, and then other times they're like, nah, it seems more recently. I they're think like, if nah, you, I think if you're in a big party, I think they'll back away. But if, if you accidentally wash up on you in your boat, you're dead. Individual, kill them. Yeah, yeah. But if you're like a big party and there's a big boat, they'll probably back away. I don't know. It's very yeah, it's fascinating. Weird, it? But I suppose um, like you're right. You know, if it was if it was an animal, say if you know if like if, yeah. if it was gorillas or something, and you, yeah. you go in as one person, they can take you one. But you go in with a massive posse of people and you fucking you won't even know they're there. Sticks and they, they they would just hide. They won't. You won't even know they're yeah, there. Yeah. But they're watching you and monitoring yeah, you. Yeah. So I've got an example of what can go wrong. This is um I read about a lad from another Andaman tribe called the. The Jarawa, I believe it is. Probably wrong. In fact, I guarantee it's wrong. Uh, it's in 1996. Apparently, he broke his leg stealing fruit from like a modern day settlement. <laughs> Fair play, lad. Get your fill of fruit. He's getting some fruits. So what we did, we took him to hospital, right? Because it's just a, a lad who's broke his leg. Completely, it's not uncontacted. They know they're there, but there's no interaction. No, this is not Sentinel. No, no, no. This, this is a different, on a, a different yeah, one. Yeah, the, yeah. I think this particular tribe are much more, in, well, they're not integrated, but there's, but they like allow it more. There's more toler- the tolerant. tolerant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this lad, he was taken to hospital, and it, and it took him like five months to recover. And we like drilled his leg or whatever. He, he learned some words in in Hindi. Uh, he watched TV. Fucking loved it. Mad for Netflix. And then he returned. <laughs> Mad for it. And then he returned to his tribe. Um, and about a year later, he led some of his his like a, like a small posse of his his tribal mates out of the forest to make like pe- peaceful contact with modern man. He's probably telling them they've got friends on they TV. Got, and and also, they got all this fucking mad. Shit. Shit, they did look what they leg. did to my leg. Yeah. I would have been fucked. I've got this, this potion m- that knocked me out when I came yeah, round. My yeah, leg was yeah. fixed. And it's I didn't feel it at all. Yeah, and they give you this stuff that makes infections go away. Yeah, yeah. So so that's kind of like he's trying that's a peaceful interaction, but even that was deadly because it introduced measles to the tribe. Oh, no. Which then fucking ran through him. It's shocking, isn't it? He's just so yeah, yeah. It's fraught with so many levels of unforeseen well, problems. Yeah. If you live in a general if you live in a huge populace like we do, and most of the world does, you know, all of, and it will eventually happen with coronavirus, all of the things that happen virus-wise and infection-wise, we, we build up immunity to that. And, yeah. you know, like a lot of the young kids of living now will probably have a good built-up immunity to coronavirus because they've grown up with it or they were born when it was going, when it first came exposed out. Exposed to like it at a young exposed age. Exposed to it at a young age. And... You know, we through through definite ta- you know toil of lots of death, we we grow immunity to those things. Yeah. But if you live in a tribe that is in no way contacted with a tiny population, with a tiny population, so so really those viruses, are, well, how are the viruses getting to them? Unless and they might have their own set of viruses that we don't. 
Yeah, absolutely. And they could, you know what I mean? Like, it could be that they infect us with something that they're used to, but we're not. Mad, and we it? infect them with, and then you wipe each other out. It's just, it's such a difficult. It's, it's um, ecosystems, especially, <laughs> crazy. especially when it's such a. In a it's remote, such a, such a closed, closed system in, in Sentinel Island. Yeah. yeah, like literally no one on or off the island. You know, you're not... And anyone who does come on the island well, gets you, fucking slaughtered. You, you say like a closing when no one gets there. But um, on the 17th of November 2018, there was this American blogger, right? And a Christian oh. missionary called John Chow. And he oh sailed no. to Sentinel Island no. illegally. And he actually set foot on the island in a, an attempt to turn... Sentinelese to Christianity. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking bad move. Did you say YouTuber? A blogger. Oh blogger. Yes, oh, it's only a couple of years ago. So he, um, so John Chow, he'd been to the Andaman Islands a couple of times. He'd been preaching to the the friendlier tribes, or the, I say friendly. Yeah, the, the Sentinelese are friendly. We just we're not friends with them. That's all. Preaching it is. to them in a language they understand. And he not. was like, I bet I can turn them heathens to God. Oh no! So, and it's, Did he, he get had, smushed? He actually, well, yeah, of course. He actually said that uh, North Sentinel Island was the last stronghold of Satan on Earth. <gasps> oh, what a dickhead! <laughs> He's a bit of a weapon. What a weapon! So he took like gifts with him. What uh, a fucking he, donut! He made like a card system that he could use to communicate with them. Uh, he took medication. He actually vaccinated himself and he even quarantined himself for like, you know, like a week or something. So his heart was in the right place. But nah, mate, don't don't do it. Right. (laughs) You you can't you can't go. The Indian government is saying don't go there because these people will not take no fucking well, it's shit. Not, it's not even that. Don't go there because you might hurt. We, you might wipe them out with well the flu. Well, also, but they ain't... But don't give gonna, a fuck about the individual. They're going to fucking kill the shit out of you. I don't even think they care about the individual getting killed. They're more worried about losing the tribe to some dickhead that wanders on there. Well, obviously. And sneezes at them. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck him. He got killed. What about the tribe? So, like, as we said before, access is only granted from the Indian government, who would have just said, fuck, fuck off, no. mate. Don't be a dumb, daft twat. So instead... It's not going to understand you anyway, even if you preach at them. I just don't see the logic. Well, he's, uh, What's he's, an idiot? God, it's it was... He, what a <laughs> helmet. He gave um, big t- sort of circum... Because you can just go there. Like I say, it's not like... It's not like patrolled he gave two local fishermen about 300 quid each to take him there illegally so Wait, he, what is this what what nationality is this person he's american american right? yeah yeah so he canoed off their boat to to shore because the fishermen were like we go no further yeah this is <laughs> as far as we go yeah. <laughs> and as expected the uh, the native lads came uh, came running out and um, apparently because john wrote a lot in his in his diary he shouted my name is john I love you and Jesus love you. <laughs> he said, here's some blankets. Those were the last words he said. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, he made oh. it. He said, here's, uh, here's some blankets and, and a Bible. And the Sentinel lads, <laughs> like, the, the lads were like looking there and they were like, nah. And they just calmly started stringing their bows. So he's still in his canoe and he was like, fuck this. He said he had to back away, obviously, because yeah. he's, re- he's done his research. And he wrote, uh, he wrote in his Bible saying, um, I, uh, I turned and paddled away like I've never done before in my life. And they spoke in a strange, high-pitched, unknown language. Fucking cool, man. But for some unknown reason, uh, he, he wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> yeah. And the next day, he canoed to shore from the boat and then walked straight up to them. And they were like, not this fucking weapon again. And they blasted him with uh, an arrow and it hit him in his Bible. 
It didn't kill him. Oh, fuck. And then he well, fucking... That's just even more for G for him. Like, oh, Jesus saved me. And he and then he fucking did one again and oh. then canoe back off the island. I wonder if they blasted him like that as a warning. Because it's like, they could have just killed you. Yeah, they're going to... They know how to fucking... They could have just killed you. Aim a fucking arrow at your eyeball so if it's they like, want. It's like they were warning him. But Maybe. It, but it didn't work because he came back for the fucking oh, third time. Oh, my God. Time. So they shot a... Fu- they, he got absolutely... Three times he went back. Three fucking times, fucking and then a plant pot. and they were like, right, this is it. We're not gonna get give this guy He's another like ultimate plant pot. This guy, it, it's like you know, like a, like we said before, you know, how a wild animal can fuck you up, but they don't want it. It's exactly this. Yeah, they're like literally like they've given him enough warnings. Yeah, nah, sorry. The la- you come back for a third time, you're gonna get dead. We're just gonna take Did he you get out. Dead? Yeah, well, the last time he was seen alive was oh, when because he got dead was when the fisherman dropped him off again and sailed away. Because John was like, he thought that the Sentinelese were, were like getting scared of seeing the the fishing boat, and he was like, look, drop me off in the canoe, and then you fuck off. Um, and uh, and nope. he, and they fucked off, and uh, fucking the plant plant pot boy didn't make it. <laughs> no, no, he wrote down in his diary that his last entry said that I'm scared, but it's worth it. It's worth declaring Jesus to these people. Uh, so the fisherman left him alone, and what happens... How did they get his Bible to leave it with the fisherman or something? No, his, his diary. Yeah, he's but where, where did they get that? Does he left it on the boat? Probably in his travel lodge, wherever the fuck he was his coming from. Lodge. Yeah, he's leaving it behind. Oh, okay. Um, so they left him alone, and what happened next is... Uh, it's, uh, well, it's Obviously, it's, it's unknowable. And, uh, yeah. But what we do know is that they filled him full of arrows. Yeah. Um, and again, the Indians tried to recover his body, but that just led to like a series of really tense st- standoffs. standoffs. Because you think it from the Sentinelese point of view, this bloke's been coming here for three days, and then you've had to take him out. And then another ki- and then another boat's come, and there's and loads then, of guys. And then there's people... Tr- yeah. I mean, we can defend ourselves and stay in control because we've got guns and shit like that but it's fucking dangerous and stressful to them we don't want to affect them in any way shape or form we don't want to hurt them as well especially because of that dickhead plant pot what a ultimate plant pot what a plant pot you know it's like um it like potential the, the the potential for disaster is is so high it's like you know like when a person falls into the gorilla enclosure in the zoo and they end up shooting the gorilla to save the person yeah yeah so, no 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 let no. that person get pulled apart. If that's what happens, that's what happens. Don't fuck up the innocent party here. Well, usually they don't fuck it. They usually will trank the animal. If a, ki- if a kid fil- falls in there, <laughs> imagine if it was a kid that you knew that accidentally fell in there. You're not, you are going to try your best to like save both parties, aren't you? And that's what the, the all the Indian government are trying to do is they're like trying to, they they're trying to out. mediate this. You know, saying, look, this tribe of people are extremely important. And we do not want to fuck them up. Leave them alone. So please just leave them alone. And they're giving out a lot of, you know, information to, um, you know, to, 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 to people saying, look, this island is not up for... Oh, don't go uh, there. It's not, it's not up for fucking discussion. You don't go there. Because if you do, you will die. I mean, what a disrespect. They, it's disrespectful. What a these disrespectful people, moron. These people are clearly, think? clearly do not want or in any way need... Outside input. He's right. He's such a he's such a fool because they have been there thousands and thousands of thousands of years before Christianity was even, even invented. Th- yeah. They are fine I without your sky what, wizards. What, just fuck off and earth, leave them. What on earth possessed this fucking idiot to like go? Oh, I'm going to leave a Bible here that's written in English. <laughs> that's written in English <laughs> to people who speak a completely different language that alien. is not it's literally an alien they're literally aliens to us because they're they're like, it's like time traveling people there is no communication to be had other than that they are going to fucking shoot you the only communication they ever have with the outside world is one of fucking uh a disaster a, a bit battle we don't want it and, yeah. and uh, confrontation they've never you know like i said maybe there's been the odd time when 
this you know and it, it, the thing is each time as well you've got to imagine that this tribe of people probably has some kind of leader and there's probably some kind of royalty or line of people M- that, may- maybe not that, well maybe not but usually it kind of works like that there'll be some kind of you know, f- family that's powerful, or you know, g- oh, genome that's powerful, and that you know that person is the chief, and that person yeah. is the chief, and that person, that person's do- you know, their son is the daughter's the chief, whatever. And <laughs> you know, you can imagine that these these people, uh, you know, respectful of of whoever they r- you know yeah. worship, and you can't you can't expect these fuckers to just pick well, up a bible well, and let's then just go say they're oh, religious. of course let's say they're religious are they going to just well, abandon everything that they've learned for no. 60,000 years because a white guy turned it with a book yeah. <laughs> like it's just going to be that they re- they will they're probably religious to the people that they're ch- they're like past chiefs oh, God, and stuff like knows? that that's that's how who i imagine knows? it in who terms knows? of tribes probably, i feel like probably that's nature. how it works probably it's nature like, and the weather and fucking you know, the sun and shit you know what I mean? The moon god, the sun god, the rain god. Maybe. Fuck knows. Yeah. Knows. Mother well, nature. You know, they're like literal aliens. They're, they're, it's a time machine. They are people from 60,000 years ago that live on the planet now. But but <laughs> I, I forgot my point then and I remembered it. Was that each, each chief, if say, let's say, I mean, I'm completely like guessing it, but say if there is some kind of leadership going on, that there, mo- there might be more peaceful leaders than others. So, like you say, like throughout time, you've had like, oh, that was pretty. It was pretty fucking oh, hostile yeah. then. But then they were pretty like in the seventies. They were pretty cool, and then <laughs> it, and then they got really hostile again. Yeah, good point. It could be different. Change like, of perception. Change from of perception. Change of leadership. Could be a youngster that saw his dad like yeah, yeah, had yeah. to fight someone off, and, and, and was like, no, oh, trust me, I saw this. Or like it could be that the the fucking direct descendant of the fucking elders that died back in the day that got nick kidnapped. Yeah, they'll have they got nid capped. They'll, <laughs> they'll have their stories that have been passed down for generations. Yeah. But in some respects, I suppose the people of North Sentinel Island are reasonably safe because they live on a small island. It's easy to get the word out that and they they're exist. protected by the fucking Indian government. Definitive because borders like and at edges. the end of the day, you can go uh, a whole raft of people with guns, machine guns, could just approach the island and absolutely well, slay the lot of them. If there's, if there's them. fifty people there, one guy and a machine gun could, could do wipe it. them out. Yeah, yeah. So it really That's like the, the outside world is a huge threat to them. Oh yeah. And without without the government really protecting them, because there is protections on that island, yes. then they'd be fucked. Because the mod they got n- they got nothing against the modern world, like the old fucking drunk sailor who <laughs> fucking old fisherman who ro- accidentally rolls on the beach because they're pissed or whatever it was you, you know or got or just accidentally run aground they're not they don't they're, care they're not people who are expecting to get absolutely slaughtered so they're but not really probably prepared whereas like you say flare guns maybe at the best at best but if you <laughs> if, if a group of people decided they just wanted to wipe them out oh yeah i mean they still could if it's if you can yeah, get yeah, yeah. to the island you could yeah you're just going to sneeze on them. Just especially now with fucking COVID-19. Well, yeah. Jesus Christ. They should patrol that place now in a pandemic. It's a global pandemic and people... Well, how do they patrol the fucking I don't know, waterways but they should around do. it without getting without freaking them out? Three miles. Three mile away. So just put up a big fucking... You can't see them from three mile. Yeah, three true, miles a long yeah. way. So that's why but a lot of the pictures are telephoto lens of the lads with spears. But then going, I suppose they don't you. know. They can't patrol the island constantly. They might have to. So, like, but places like, I suppose, like the Amazon rainforest, it's not easy to protect them for a few reasons. Because, like, I suppose, firstly, anthropologists don't really know who's out in the in the Amazon jungle. And secondly, you've got industries, you know, pushing into the rainforest, doing horrific shit. And nobody really knows how, like, these logging companies handle interactions with, un- with uncontacted tribes. 
and deforestation is increasing rapidly, which which is forcing chance encounters in mm. the Amazon between like tribal people yeah, yeah. and loggers. But like you say, because it's a little island that's well well protected, they can't, there, that doesn't right. happen. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, happen. Yeah, but yeah. the Amazon is different. You'd think, well, you've got a massive jungle, but it's like. But th- I think ultimately those people are just going to have to like because they're living in a land of of plenty and have plenty people at like, the moment. This this little island is it's it's remote. It's by itself. It's it's but in sort of sectioned off in a way to the rest of the world as much as possible. But because in the Amazon it's being chopped down at like an alarming rate, the it's forcing encounters more yeah, and yeah. more, and they're and they're becoming much more frequent as the rainforest shrinks. Um, but I suppose like being so remote and so unknown, logging companies in the Amazon and like, like their billion dollar contracts, if they come across these tribes, they don't report them because who the fuck knows they're there? And even even the Brazilian government doubts a lot of these tribes' existence, which is a major problem because if you can't persuade the government, the Brazilian government that they're there, logging companies and and deforestation and shit like you know contracts will still be dished out, and the, you know the agriculture tearing shit down and putting you know livestock on it, it's going to happen, and we're going to lose these super cool, mega interesting people. Mm. It's like if we don't know they're there, how can we how can we help them? Well, we can't because we don't know they're there. And what's happening is they're ending up in the Amazon. They're ending up displaced and they try to resettle in other areas where they actually risk encroaching on other tribes' lands. Yeah, so they're yeah, like, yeah. fucking hell, we've got the white man coming in over here, which is pushing got us it. into that tribe. And they're yeah. fucking... And horrifically, this is... I mean, it, it is horrendous, but loggers just kill them. They just fucking murder them on the spot because you can't beat them for murder if no one knows that they're dead. And I saw some amazing footage of a group of uncontacted, or I suppose, semi, I don't know if they're completely uncontacted, Amazon tribal lads exchanging gifts with like film crews. And, and they were they were like talking, but nobody really understood what they were saying. It was just like a load of babble. Mm. Um, but they seemed quite wary. They were across a river shouting and they waded across. And they, you could see them like sort of circling around the film crews. Uh, a local actually saw the video footage um, uh, and translated it. And it seems that this group of, it looked like three 20-year-old Amazon lads, they seem to be saying that, the uh, again, the elders in their tribe had been massacred and their huts had been completely burnt down by outsiders and the forest had been destroyed. And there were so many murdered, they couldn't bury them all. And that's why they were, they were running away from the bad guys. And you're like, oh, my God. Jesus. Christ, you massacred people. Who's getting... Who Human beings, man, like... We're the savages. We're, we're ripping the savages. down the forest and fucking them up. Well, you and I aren't, but the fucking loggers and the people savaging these people just because for the what, for the fuckity fuckets, yeah. just because they can. Yeah. It's like it's almost like a sport. Oh, well, these fucking... Let's kill them because no one knows What kind in. of fucking psychos are out there chopping well, so trees down and blasting psychos, people? So many psychos. Thing is, the people that are fucking chopping the rainforest down and replacing it with palm oil fucking trees. And, and like livestock grazing land and shit. Oh, fucking hell. Like, it's just shocking. But like, like, it's just like these, you can't replace no, that fucking wilderness once it's gone. Like, it, it took fif- hundreds of years to get that way in the first place. Thousand. It will recover. It will recover, but, but it's not a quick fix. It's, it's not no. like building a wall, letting it down. But we also have to stop, like, stop eating fucking palm oil and everything. Yeah. Or use it from a only su- like good, sustainable places where they're not destroying rainforests to plant it. So, like, even like peaceful interactions, attempted peaceful interactions with, spe- like, uh, specifically the Amazon tribes is. Is dangerous as fuck because they can mistake conservationists for for, for loggers because they can't, they don't know the fucking difference. It's just a person turning up that enclosed and there's, they've got all this weird shit with them. They're baddies. Uh, and I want to mention the case of uh, really Francis Carto just to highlight how 
how dangerous this shit is and why we should just leave them alone. Um, what happened to him is is very similar to when a conservationist gets killed by the animals that are actually trying to protect. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got yeah, like yeah. someone going out to protect the elephants and they get gets stomped, stomped to death. Stomped, yeah. He or was a, the gorillas and they get fucking pulled apart by. Well, a I don't think gorilla, I don't think gorillas have ever killed someone in the wild. I've, I'm pretty sure that's only like that, they're reasonably peaceful. Then yeah, because yeah. they're smart. Because well, it's smart. Yeah, yeah. So he was a so Francesca. He was a 56 year old Brazilian official, and he was an expert on Amazonian isolated tribes. Uh, Rielli was apparently in a remote area of uh, Rondonia State, and he was monitoring a tribe called the Uruiwawa. If I probably pronounced that wrong, uh, and he was doing that for the Brazilian government's Indigenous Protection Agency. So he's trying to show them that they're there. There's an agency that exists, and he's going, listen, these people are here. They need protecting. You can't just bulldoze this shit down. No. So this is recent. This is like the beginning of September this year. Oh, right, okay. Um, uh, there'd been illegal loggers pressing into the tribe's protected reserves, because I think they have got like a... They say <laughs> they say in the Brazilian Houses of Parliament, you can't go that far into the jungle. Yeah. Fucking whatever well, people are. People don't listen, do they? Poachers aren't allowed to kill elephants, but yeah, they still do it. Exactly. Uh, the logging companies were basically just running the tribes out of their land, and they were killing them. They were just slaughtering them. Uh, and the the tribe, uh, really, Franciscato, was, was monitoring, are usually incredibly peaceful, but they're seeing vast areas of deforestation station, not land being burnt for agriculture, they're seeing the animals dying, they're seeing the numbers of the animals that they, they rely on disappear uh, and they fully believe that the Brazilian government is destroying their world and killing all the animals within it which they are and because oh, of yeah. this violent clashes have occurred before, mm. so they are peaceful but they're like what well, the fuck well, is going on, they're taking everything out they're, but they're going to defend, like, just as anyone would, yeah. defend their fucking, what, their way of life, their yeah. families, their children, their elders, their fucking whatever. They're people. They're people. They're going to do whatever they can to protect their way of life. It's like an invading army just, just came down the road now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly what, what it about, is. about, ultimately, is it's like each side they are is, at trying war. is trying, yeah, they're at war because... Each side is trying to protect their way of life and They're protect the fucking land that they live on and that they that they are probably entitled to because they've been there for fucking 60,000 years yeah, or something. untouched. Just untouched. But then because of fucking the world and... and we need some floorboards. We need some floorboards and we, <laughs> we also need some fucking... Graze. We need some fucking Nutella to put on our toast. <laughs> Execute that you tribe. Know, and we need our fucking peanut butter. Murder the orangutans. Murder, let's murder, death, kill everything just to get it. And... And it's money. It's everything. It's driven by money. That 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 industry is extremely prolific. So yeah. that's why they don't give a fuck about ruining it. And they some, don't care. Oh, who gives a fuck about this stupid tribe? No one knows they're there anyway. Yeah. Fuck them. Like kill them. Who are what? you? Who are you to fucking? What right make that? do you have what to do right that? What right do you feel like you have? You're, you're in their fucking, house and you're you, fucking them you up. You are a fucking little twat <laughs> who lives in a fucking office, sits in an office with fucking gold teeth, no doubt, and making loads of cash. Making loads of cash, and you think you, you have sleep the right doing that to the animals and the people. Well, lots of people do though. Yep. So seeing this tribe's territory from above is fucking crazy and really sad because you've got like, and it's very common if you look at the Amazon. I actually. Uh, Google Earthed it yesterday when I was mm. just like I'd done my research and that, but I was I was just interested to see okay well because it's you lose like fucking a hectare a second apparently so um it, it looks like it's mostly on the rivers because they're obviously they they 
they use the rivers to transport because it's so dense, yeah. yeah? yeah. And um, this tribal, like, you see their their territory, and you've got like luscious woods and forests, and then and rainforests, and there's just like an abrupt fucking end, and it's just mowed down devastation. Yeah. And these people are coming out; they're going down to whichever part of the territory they want, and it's just now it's just a giant field of you know death of nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just outrageous. Um, so um, this is where this is where um, this is why Rielli was there. He was he was he was there trying to make sure that the nothing illegal was going on and, and the tri- the uh, the loggers weren't pushing into their territory. And unfortunately, while standing on the edge the edge of their territory with a small group of men, not being aggressive, no chainsaws blurring as far as I'm aware, he got shot in the chest just above the heart with an arrow, and everyone like took cover and dived down. And uh, Rielli pulled it out and he ran. He ran. He made. I think he made it like 50 meters, and he just fucking that was him. Fell down dead, just bled out. And because the tribe have got no way of telling him from from the the fucking loggers, and you can't yeah, yeah. go up to them and shake their hand and but go, it, listen, I'm on your side, because every person that comes in fucks them up. The the animal analogy is good here because at the end of the day, I'm not saying these people are animals. No, we're animals. We we all are animals at the end of the day. But it, the analogy can be the, drawn the same if you've got. Um, you know, a group of gorillas, let's just say that, and they are, you know, they are increasingly losing their territory. They yeah. are increasingly losing members of their tribe. Yep. Their, their they know that's going on. Th- you know, they know what's going on and they know who they can see and are witnessing who is responsible. When I hear that noise and see that object, yeah. bad shit happens. So when, when a group of like, you know, fucking people come in who are trying to protect them, they aren't going to dis- differentiate the difference no. between the people who are coming in to fuck them up and the people who are coming in to no protect them. No time to them. talk, unfortunately. No, there's You've no, but there is no communication to be had. We can't talk directly to a fucking gorilla and they can't talk directly. So there's no conversation to be had to say, don't worry, I'm here to help. They're just going to go, well, hang on a minute. Those fucking pink, pink, pink <laughs> fucking naked monkeys are ruining our fucking lives and, our, and taking our world out. And you look just like them, so as far as we're concerned, you're a fucking enemy, and they don't. They're yeah, not, yeah, and they're just going to rip you them can't to shit. Really get, oh no, no, I'm not like them. I'm different. They'll be like, I don't want to even risk that, yeah. mate. I'm it's sorry. The same, it's the same with the sen- sentinelies or whatever they're Sentinel, called. Sentinelies, yeah. Yeah, they they are not going to don't risk it for a biscuit. Yeah, they're not going. They're just they don't know the difference between the 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 white person that's coming to step to, to help them and the white person that's coming to rape and pillage them. There is no diff. There's, there's more raping and pillaging than handshakes. They've, they've had more experience of raping and pillaging and yeah. the fucking, you know, the bad shit than they have the good. So of course they're going to just defend against anyone who looks like aggressively anyone who doesn't look like us and doesn't yeah. live on this island. Nah, sorry. And to be fair, it does seem like they do give some people the benefit of the doubt. Well, they shot they give them like three days. Yeah. On the third day, it's like they have a rule. If they're still here after three days. You're out. They could have like they could take people out immediately on site, but they're not. But the, they those drunk people. guys could have just gone on the beach and gone. Nah, 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 Don't know nah, what they nah, might nah, have attacked them and ran at them or something because they're pissed and you know no inhibitions. Yeah. And they just got dead straight away because of it. What's really if sad you, though, if it seems it seems as though with these sentinels, sentinelies, whatever they're called, <laughs> sentinelies, sentinels. I'm thinking like it, fucking Matrix and the sentinels. <laughs> um, if you're going on the island and you. You're going in by yourself, and you you're going with gifts, and you they might give you a chance to like live for the first couple of days. You know they'll shoot, they'll they'll warn you off, but they're gonna they're gonna not kill yeah. you because then that 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 shot, like you say, 
that very much in seems the Bible like, as well. Very much <laughs> seems <laughs> like yeah, like a that, probably mate. an intentional shot. Look, if you come back here again, that's going in your eye. Yeah. Well, the first time they saw that fella, they strung their bows. They started stringing him and he pedaled yeah, away yeah, and they were yeah, like, okay. Yeah. The second time they see him, that he's they back. They're like, well, I'm going to actually shoot you now, but they hit you in the book. The third time you come back, he's like, You're off in, with his fucking your, head. In your eyeball, mate. Sorry. What's really sad, though, is, is Rielli was, um, he was a prominent member of the Indigenous Protection Agency. He was the guy that was trying to alert the Brazilian government to their presence. And now he's gone. So it's, he, he's their and ally. he's gone by, yeah, that's the problem. So and that's the thing. They have yeah. no idea. They've just, they've just probably killed the thi- the one thing that might have actually helped One them. of the guys that was on their side, but they don't but know. But they don't know. Like yeah. I say, it's really hard to make it for them. If you just imagine like one night, right? You're in your house <laughs> and there's, there's fucking nasties knocking on your door. <laughs> nasties? And second night, come nasties on your door. Yeah. Third night, people knocking on your door that aren't nasty, but you don't, you're you're not going to know that. You know you're just going to be on. like, I'm not opening that door. There, there's these fucking nasties out there, man. <sighs> yes. And there's a lot more nasties than there are goodies by the looks of it. And leave them alone. Just leave these people alone, man. They are extremely important. Wait for them to they're, come they're, to we us. We are not in any way more important than they are just because we are not fucking remote tribes. You can see like like where they say like wait for them to reach out for us because it's safer. And you can kind of like see that with the alien analogy. If there's aliens there, they'd be like wait for the humans to reach out to us. Come on. It's like, it, it, you know, Aborigines fucked up. Fucking yeah. Native Americans got well, fucked up. Well, any any lesser. Like, have you seen how the Native Americans have to live on mm-hmm. these little fucking well, re- it's, like it's res- reserves that like, and they've got, but and the, but the they outside lost they lose everything. But then the outside world tries to introduce fucking McDonald's and fucking <laughs> Burger Kings onto their reserves, and yeah. it's like their way of life is just completely overruled by the stupid bullshit. And it's like these people are. That you know that these people—that's what Thanksgiving's all about. I think is this fuck no, he's not American. Is, this, is something to do with with the Native Americans? Saying thank and, you for giving and the and the fucking invaders. I think so. Oh, if you're wrong, they're going to come at you. Yeah. I don't know. I might be wrong there, but um, so that was the episode. Um, it was good. It was interesting just for me personally, just to read about that. To be mm, fair, so yeah, I, I yeah. do that sometimes. I, like, like if you like see like random off topic. Yeah, well, not yeah. off topic, but just like you know. Just a random topic. It's just because yeah. I want to learn about it, yeah. and I learn about it, and I think, and well, I'll just tell you, you about it in the process. Yeah. So the sticker winner for this week is Harry Blue. Um, so send us your details, mate, and uh, we will get you some stickers for your. I believe you've got like loads of bass guitars and stuff, so we yeah, can man. sort you out. And, there. We, and we'll send you one a new one to go on your. Uh, on your bass guitar. No, on his. He's put sticks them on his like. Land Rover or something. Oh yeah, he? yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, he's like the last one was a bit too small, so we'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> get you a bigger one. So thank you to El Yucateco for supporting us. Thank you to Podbelly. Uh, go check out podbelly.com and also please go forth and uh, conquer Retro Vague with flood them with likes yep. and tags so they know uh, know you've come from us. Um, check out all the podcasts on the Podbelly network. Again, say hello from us. Check us out on all our social media details. You can figure that out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're all around. Uh, leave us a review if you've got this far. I think we yeah. we if you've got this far, you must like us. Yeah, de- leave, yeah, definitely leave us a nice review if you d- if you have 5 minutes. And I think that probably is it for today. So uh, we will see you next week. (laughs) 